Have you ever been so blessed in your life that you're ashamed of it? Have you ever been so favored that you downplay or minimize the good things God's done for you to make others feel comfortable or so you can fit in with them? Do you ever feel that blessing is so strong from the Lord that you don't deserve it? Sounds crazy, but many believers do this. In this episode of Go Creator Go, we talk about how we should never be ashamed of the doors of blessing and favor that God opens for us in our lives. I'm Antoine Bean. This is Go Creator Go. Let's do it. Hello, everyone, and God bless you. Once again, welcome to the Go Creator Go podcast, where creatives gather. Creatives are present and accounted for. Amen? Amen. God bless every single one of you guys for being a part of the movement that is Go Creator Go. I'm Antoine Bean. I am the host. I'm a content creator. I'm a director. I'm a producer. I'm a video director, I'm a writer, I'm an author, I'm an overall creative, and I am blessed by the Lord. Hallelujah. God bless every single one of you. I am an award-winning content creator. My name is Antoine Bean. You can see everything about me on my website at AntoineBean.com, including this podcast. So you can check out past episodes and you can check out other things that I'm involved with, like my jewelry line, which is the Triumph Jewelry Collection, and my media production company, which is Triumph Media Works. So check out everything that is Antoine Bean and everything that is Go Creator. Go on AntoineBean.com. So thank you guys so much for being a part of the movement, like I said, that is Go Creator. Go. I want to talk to you guys about something that, you know, really had me thinking. Uh, recently in this past season you know 2020 has been a challenging year we've said that a gajillion times till we're all blue in the face Uh, but one thing that 2020 has been it's been a blessing to a lot of people 2020 has been a blessing to a lot of folks there's some areas in my life that God has really blessed me in in this year in 2020 and uh, I've gotten several blessings in 2020, including rest. Uh, believe it or not, I've gotten a chance to really just kind of exhale, you know, and just sit back and just really take care of myself. There's been a lot of uh, challenges of 2020, but there have been so many blessings. I can't tell you how many people I know who have started companies, who've started visions that they put aside constantly in the past over and over again not having enough time or not feeling like it's the right season etc and they launched that thing out there in 2020 and it was a huge thing it really was a blessing to them and uh believe it or not in a time of a pandemic that's nothing but god and who's you know and i've heard pastors and leaders say you know who's to say this didn't happen he didn't do this so a lot of things in the body of christ 
can get done and settled. Businesses have been created because of this pandemic. This podcast was created uh, in lieu of this situation of 2020. It was, you know, God gave me this thing in March and he mentioned it to me briefly in prayer late uh, last year in 2019. But he just said, start the podcast like effective immediately. I need you to start it like right now. The book that I uh, just released on Amazon. Yes, yes. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Praise God. Uh, the book that I have on Amazon right now is called Go Creator Go. It's a book that activates your creativity, your God-given creativity. That was created in this time of a pandemic and it's doing well. Uh, people are buying it. People are, like I said, supporting the vision that's go creator go. And we also have a journal that you can get with the book. Uh, it's separate. If you want to just get a journal, if you're into journaling, check this journal out. It's very different in this approach and how it's done. But again, it was created during this time of a pandemic. Blessings were birthed and not just with me, I know several business owners, several entrepreneurs. I know several people who work for companies who've been promoted during the pandemic. I know people who've gotten jobs that paid 10, 15, sometimes $20,000 more a year for these people in their salary because of this situation. Uh, I know some individuals who have made investments, key investments financially, whether it be foreign exchange trading or Bitcoin or whatever, uh, even in medical supplies and cleaning products, people have really made some money and have really been blessed because of it. And, on, and that to me raised the question, you don't really hear a whole lot about that. You don't. And you don't hear a, a whole lot of testimony in the middle of this. And there was one particular person that, um, was blessed during this thing. And I asked him, I said, why aren't you telling us your testimony, man? Why aren't you like, you know, really going out there and saying, look, this is how good God is being. Instead of just doing it as, you know, a little single solitary post, I just thank God for blessing me during the pandemic and that's it. But not really getting into the, the whole testimonial aspect of it and really breaking down how good God has been and, and being the blessing in your life. And his answer to me was, well, you know, I know a lot of people are going through right now, you know, and, you know, I just, you know, I just want to be, you know, wise about that. Or I want to be, you know, I want to, you know, I don't want to really be embarrassed. You know, I'm kind of embarrassed about it, to be honest with you. And I said, why are you embarrassed about a blessing? Like, this is what you pray for even before you got this job. Like you were, you would believe in God for increase. We're in church all the time. I'm believing God for increase. I'm believing God for increase. And increase shows up and you just do like a little drive by. Thank you on Facebook. <laughs> and you don't really give God the glory in this thing, man, because it's real out there with that, you know, with, with how things are in the world right now. And it may be your testimony could be, the catalyst that moves the heart of a person to say, you know what, I'm going to try that business one more time. Or you know what, I'm going to invest in myself one more time. Or you know what, I'm going to stand strong on this and I'm going to believe God one more time. You know, it, it could be that, you know, the Bible talks about that. And uh, it's just amazing to me how people feel guilty or ashamed 
of being blessed so they can not be scrutinized or looked at as being braggadocious or being looked at as being, or you think you all that, you know, God wants us to be blessed. Our foundational scripture today comes from Numbers chapter 6, verses 24 through 26. And it goes like this. This is the NIV version. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord turns his face towards you and give you peace. God desires to bless us. That's one of the things that God desires to do more than anything. He does. He wants to bless us. He wants us to be fruitful. He wants us to multiply. He wants us to do well. Why? Because it's a reflection of him as a father. It's a reflection of him as the sovereign Lord. He is still king over everything. The Bible talks about all good things come from above. All good things come from him. Amen. All good things. You know, and it made me ask the question about my own blessings. You know, am I ashamed of my blessings and favor? You know, I had to take a little heart check. I had to look into myself and say, hey, you know, if I am, what is this rooted in? You know, how, how can I show how can I show and how can believers show true joy in what Christ has done for us in a time where so many people are really kind of going through right now? The, def- the definition of ashamed, as defined by Webster's Dictionary, is embarrassed or guilty because of one's actions, characteristics, or associations, or reluctant to do something through fear of embarrassment or humiliation. Now that second part, that right there, that right there is what we, is what we tackling today. The Bible actually has an interesting uh, definition of how it recognizes the word ashamed. And it's used to describe embarrassment and a sense of guilt. It's repentance that causes shame for sin. That's how the Bible uses to be a, to be ashamed. It's, it's, it's in regard to deliverance, right? It's in, it's in regard to that. Like it, it exposes sin. That's one way that this word is used in the, in the word of God. It's never used in the context of blessing. It's always used in the context of sin. And so it also goes into the whole thing of, uh, of judgment, you know, and calamity, you know, that's, that's all tied in with shame. You know what I'm saying? So even the word of God does that from uh, um, using the idea of shame as mirrored to grace. You know what I'm saying? Like grace, the grace of Christ delivers from the shame of moral timidity, you know, it's it, grace delivers us from shame, but that's I'm, I'm moving ahead of myself. It's it's amazing how God uses that. But we in the world use shame, not in sin, but in blessing. Like, man, I should. Yeah, I'm not. You know, I got that promotion, but I'm going to kind of keep that to myself. You know what I'm saying? Because they kind of going through right now. They need to hear the good news. They people need to hear the good news of the Lord. They need to hear that. People need to hear that. It and and repentance. 
eliminates shame. It does. To, to, to turn your heart to Christ removes shame. When we walk in Christ, it removes that. It is, it is a defense mechanism against shame. It is. Uh, but, but listen, I'm, we're going to get to that in a minute. But let's, let's, let's discuss this shame thing real quick. It is important for creative people to not walk in shame. Because when you walk in shame, it limits your creativity and it, it limits the flow of blessings in your life. I'll tell you how. The dangers of walking in shame is having a sense of false humility. What I mean by false humility is it's like if somebody says, man, that's a nice car, man. That's man. That's a nice vehicle. You, it's a beautiful ride you got. And you're like, oh, man, this, this ain't nothing right here. You know what I'm saying? It's just a little something. You know, this ain't nothing. That is false humility. Why? Because you're literally belittling a blessing that was given to you. You prayed for that car. You asked for that vehicle. You were like in the dealership. Lord, I thank you. Just bless it to go through. Let my credit be good. <laughs> and then you get it. And the first person that comes up to you and say, man, that car is awesome, man. I, Man, you got that nice car, man. That's awesome that you got that. I remember you driving that raggedy one or that older one. And you you believing, man. You had that picture of that car on your on your cubicle at work. You like, man, I want this car. And you're like, no, it ain't, it's a little something, man. That is false humility. When you really in your heart are like, God, I thank you. That is an opportunity for you to watch this. Give God the glory and tell your testimony about it. When you do that, you negate the blessing. You cancel the witness. You are committing sin, period. That's sinful. Walking in false humility. The second one is fear of man, fear of people, situations, and fear of confrontation, walking in fear. Why would you be afraid, which is really the root of this whole thing? Why would you be afraid of a blessing in your life that what God has done for you? It's your turn. It's your time. You see all these other people having their moment, getting their blessing, and then you get one and you have to apologize for it. Come on now. That's that's not right. It's witchcraft. It's witchcraft. It's deception. The enemy is in your ear saying, you know, you shouldn't be really talking about all that in the pandemic people going through right now. People need hope. They, they want to see somebody getting blessed somewhere. Because if you got a chance, I know I got one. So anybody that tells you that otherwise, they, they, practice, they walking in witchcraft. Cast them out. <laughs> in Jesus' name. Self-deprivation. Putting yourself down. Putting your mouth on yourself. Hurting yourself belittling who you are and, and what God is doing for you. That speaks for itself. It's wrong. Being insecure, not having a sense of confidence, not having a, a self-identity, knowing who you are in God, low self-esteem issues. All that is, is a product of shame. And your confidence being broken. And here's the last one. You're lacking the assurance of faith in yourself. And more importantly, you're lacking the assurance of faith in a God, Jesus Christ, Yahweh, the Holy Spirit. They are in together of blessing you in your life. You're literally doubting their abilities to operate in the blessing of your life by being ashamed of telling your testimony of what they've done for you. I'm telling you. 
that shame is real and it can it is a destiny killer. So what's the solution to that? I got it. Walk in boldness. Walk in the boldness of your blessing, in the boldness of the favor of God. Joshua chapter 1, verse 9, NIV. Have I not commanded you, God talking to Joshua, be strong and courageous. Do not be frightened, no fear, and do not be dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Now tell me, that ain't receiving blessing. That ain't walking in boldness. God is with me. Proclaim this thing. Be strong and courageous. Boldness, according to the dictionary, is defined as the willingness to take risk and being confident and having the courage and a willingness to get things done. Watch this. Despite the risk and also the quality of having a strong, vivid or clear appearance. So the walk in boldness, people notice it. They see it on you. It's like, there's a new boldness on you, man of God. There's a new boldness on you, woman. I see it on you, woman of God. It's, it's, it's there. It ain't number the Lord. That's the boldness of God. The biblical definition is, is that it's an attitude of strong confidence in God, such that godly things are solid and they're done openly without fear of the consequences. Now, tell me if that's not where the heart posture of every believer should be. We should be that way. 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7. For God did not give us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. That was Paul talking to Timothy in concern of him going to speak on Paul's behalf to the churches that he was sending him to. He was telling them, like, look, my time is about to, about to be up. I want you to walk in boldness. I want you to walk in what I taught you and what, and what God has shown you about who you are. Don't worry about them. Focus on him. And that's exactly how we as believers need to be. We need to not focus on everything around us. We don't need to be focusing on that other stuff and the distractions of individuals or situations when it comes to the blessings and the favor of God that God is giving us. Give them thanks. Give them glory. Just give them all that you got. Standing in God's boldness and being unashamed, it draws you closer to him. To be bold in Christ is to be like him. When we are bold, we stand on not only his blessing, but his promises, his truth, which is his word, and his position as father, king, priest, and Lord. The power of the blood of the lamb and the words of our testimony to be bold in Christ and what he says and demonstrates is not only a demonstration of faith, but it draws others in relationship with him. Nothing speaks more boldly than a testimony, guys. Nothing. Nothing speaks more boldly about saying what God does for us. You know, there's that Pentecostal song, that old Pentecostal song, when I think about God and what he's done to me, I just dance, 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 dance. You put, you put that on in any church, they're going to shout. They're going to shout. <laughs> you know, it's, nothing speaks more boldly than the testimony. When it's undeniable that God's working on your behalf, and no one but him can get the glory for it. That's the testimony. You've got, man, who's got you? God's got you. Where'd you get that contract at to, to, to make all that money, Jesus? 
Where'd you come up with that business idea, Jesus? What were you thinking when you did that painting, when you wrote that song or did, did that book? It was Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. That's it. Have no shame to profess your blessing or your favor or the source. Don't have any shame about professing Christ. Romans chapter 1, verse 16. For I'm not ashamed of the gospel because it is the power of God that brings salvation to everyone who believes. First to the Jew, then to the Gentiles. You should never be afraid of professing God to anybody. The boldness of God gives you strength. The joy of the Lord gives you strength. When you're blessed, you're in joy. That's the reason for that verse. It is part of the strength and the power that God gives you and bestows upon you. So what is walking in a Christ-centered boldness look like? First of all, we have the grace of Christ. Remember I said earlier that the grace of Christ delivers us from the shame of moral timidity, right? So we have that grace. We have a repentant heart because when you're in a place of repentance, it removes shame. Because when we walk in repentance, we have love. And remember, love casts out all fear. Not only that, Jesus said, when you acknowledge me before men, I will acknowledge you before my father in heaven. So that means that you have literally a first class ticket to be with Christ in eternity when you're unashamed of him. The Lord will shame your enemies when you walk in boldness. Isaiah chapter 41 verses 10 through 12. So do not fear for I'm with you. Do not be dismayed for I'm your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. All who rage against you will surely be ashamed and be disgraced. Those who oppose you will be as nothing and perish. Though you search for your enemies, you will not find them. Those who wage war against you will be as nothing at all. He's going to make them ashamed. Amen. God's willing and able to bless us. Second Corinthians chapter eight, verses eight through 10. And God is able to bless you abundantly so that in all things, at all times, having all that you need, you will abound in every good work. As it is written, they have freely scattered their gifts to the poor. Their righteousness endures forever. Now he who supplies seed to the sower and bread for food will also supply and increase your store of seed and will enlarge the harvest of your righteousness. I'm telling you, walking in boldness opens the door for more blessing. So in conclusion, celebrate your victories. Boast in the Lord's favor over your life and in his blessings for you. If others act a certain way about it or they try to criticize you for it, they got issues. Or they may be jealous. They just need deliverance. Give God the glory for what he's done and continues to do in your life. Thank him for his blessings and declare his faithfulness. It's not at all about how people feel. It's about the testimony. Never feel shame or apologize for being blessed. No favor ain't fair, but it is for the believer. Remember, you have purpose as a creative and God wants to make use of it to not only be a blessing for you, but to help move his kingdom forward through you. Guys, I want to pray for you guys. 
concerning this matter. You have no reason at all to be ashamed of what God is doing in your life with the blessings and favors and the doors that he's opening for you. I'm telling you, you ain't seen nothing yet. 2021 is going to bring so much blessing to the body of Christ and you're going to be a part of it. And I want to pray that for you right now. Father, thank you for your people who are gathered on this podcast. Thank you for those who are listening. Thank you, God, that we are celebrating you and your blessings and favor that you're pouring on us. Father, we know that, God, you, Father, are bringing healing. You're bringing restoration. You're bringing your presence to us. You're opening doors that no man can shut and you're closing doors that no man can open. We know that, God, you are bringing forth favor to us, favor with you and favor with men. Father, we are thanking you, God, that you are opening doors, Father, that uh, bring us increase. You're bringing us wealth. You're giving us new ideas to create wealth. You're giving us concepts and, and, and knowledge and vision and wisdom, God, that only comes from you. And God, we thank you, God, for what you're doing in our lives, Father. We thank you, Father, for making a way out of no way and bringing provision to us. Not to just get by, but to change the trajectory of generations. Father, we thank you for blessing us, God, and thanking you for the testimonies that we will share. We're not ashamed of you, and we declare right now, God, that we will profess you openly before people so that their hearts will be changed towards you. Father, that they come to you and say, how can I be saved? Because I heard the testimony of your children. God, bless them abundantly and continue to grow in them and strengthen them and keep them. And Father, reproduce the blessing in them over and over again and bring healing, increase and victory. And I cancel the demonic assignment of jealousy. I cancel the demonic assignment of shame. I cancel the demonic assignment of false humility that tries to come against your people for being blessed and being favored by you. Father, I cancel those assignments now and we silence the tongue of the enemy now concerning that of the blessings of your children. Father, the joy of the Lord makes us rich and has no sorrow. And Father, we thank you for that blessing. In Jesus' name, let it be so. Amen. If you are not part of a Bible-based church, or if you do not have Jesus as your Lord and Savior, I urge you to do so. I urge you to give your life to him. The word says that when you profess Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior with your mouth, and you know in your heart that he is the son of God and that he rose and died, he died and rose for your sins, then you are saved. So profess that and walk in truth and also connect with Bible-based believers in a Bible-based church. We're virtual now. Everybody's online. You have no excuse to not connect with a ministry that really and truly believes that Jesus Christ is Lord and that he died for our sins and rose again on the third day to where we may have eternal life with him and that we must be made whole through him. He is the key. He brings forth blessing. He brings forth increase. He brings forth eternal life. He is the way, the truth, and the light of the world. And if you believe that, you are saved. Connect with Bible-based believers. Connect with a Bible-based church. And walk in your boldness in Christ. I love you guys so much. And I pray that you guys are awesome. And I will see you again next time for another edition of Go Creator Go. Be creative. Go be great. And walk in your boldness in Jesus' name. Follow us on social media. 
at Go Creator Go at Facebook and Instagram and check out everything that is Go Creator Go on AntoineBean.com. All of the scriptures that I said in this podcast are going to be in the description below of this episode. So please, in your spare time, take a look at it, read over it, pray them through and stand on your boldness and receive God's blessings and favor in your life. Until next time, God bless every single one of you. I'll see you next time. Peace.